0: this is amanda bones and i'm ashley and this is how to talk to your friend about wrestling i don't know what episode number it is because i never know what episode number it is 44 yes sick okay i did know what it was (laughs) um (laughs) it's always a shock if i remember uh today's episode is a special one we have a guest uh everybody please help us welcome dane sharf dane plays a bunch of different kinds of music you can find it legitimately everywhere like on instagram and spotify and every other place you can listen to music um if you look up desert danish that's mostly what i listen to from him but i've seen recently that you posted about a band yeah, so that's right what band what is the band name so we can look them up too
1: okay so uh in my little town i'm in like 14 bands oh shit so, wow so i've got uh a solo act which is desert danish i have a uh, old school punk cover band called dog um, and Easy. i have a newer band that does originals and covers called zero given
0: okay all right so all of those things can be found on spotify or just desert danish uh
1: just desert danish the other ones you know one's a cover band and the other one's a half cover band so we haven't put anything out yet
0: understandable I get that I don't want to have to pay royalties for covers right That'd be crazy.
2: like just let me cover the song god
1: but uh yeah I'm stoked to be here I appreciate you guys having me on
2: yeah of thank course. you so much for spending your Sunday morning with us too
0: yeah seriously talking about wrestling
2: yeah <laughs> right. um
0: Dane also has a podcast called the Desert Underground which I believe you can also find on Spotify right
1: yes correct and Apple and all the other sites that people listen to podcasts on
0: i have a genuine question does anybody listen to a podcast outside of spotify or apple podcasts Like, does anybody
1: use stitcher yeah there's like one or two people that are like man i love listening to you on stitcher and i was like huh
0: (laughs) yeah i'm like what is that
1: (laughs) what are they gonna pay me that's awesome
0: We even got like Pandora started a podcast thing and we're on it. And I'm like, does anybody use
2: Pandora anymore? I I know one person that uses Pandora and it's um, my coworker. And so, yeah. (laughs)
0: All right. So there are listeners other than on Spotify and Apple podcasts.
2: So one, yeah, but one that I know of.
1: I don't
0: think I know anybody that uses any of the other foundations.
1: It's always like my dad.
0: (laughs) it is gonna be like a dad
1: (laughs) oh my god he's like hey I was on Deezer the other day and I found your podcast like no you didn't
2: but also (laughs) like how do they get there like how did you find that of all the places
0: I wonder if they like specifically go towards the older crowd or something like download Deezer I don't even know if my mom knows what a podcast is or like how to find one yeah (laughs) it'd be very interesting to find out (laughs) okay a little bit of backstory i met dane at a show in la what was it the catch one Is yeah. That the venue? yes so blind mountain holler the band that i used to be in that my husband still has opened for the bridge city sinners and that's how i met dane he came over to the merch table and like you and your homie bought a ton of shit <laughs> without even having heard us yet i don't think and then thankfully they like the band so that's helpful
1: it was immediately <laughs> after hearing the band i was like i love this I <laughs> gotta have it
0: gotta have it yeah and then we friended each other on instagram i don't think it's called that we followed each other on instagram sorry i have to update my vocabulary um because i'll called out on instagram yeah, i'm like yeah we don't friend each other on <laughs> instagram that's facebook nobody uses that anymore um so we followed each other on Instagram and we've kind of kept in touch. And then like through that, I think it's blossomed into like a homey friendship at this point, support each other, help each other out. Um, we are actually going up to rich Ridgecrest, Ridge crest soon to play a show up there, which is be ran Yeah.
1: Which I'm putting on. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So it's, if you're in Ridgecrest crest or near it drive out October 16th, <laughs> um, Okay, so now for this super difficult Q&A portion.
1: All right, I'm ready. Everybody get ready. Or or are you asking (laughs) Ashley stuff?
2: No, (laughs) Ashley's going
0: to ask you stuff.
2: Oh, okay,
1: great. Great, great, I'm ready.
2: I was going to say, I'm going to ask half these questions. Amanda's going to get the rest of them. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So do you have a favorite wrestler or a few favorite wrestlers? Do you have people? I mean, it's kind of a loaded question that we always ask everyone, but. Yeah. Who's your okay, favorite wrestler?
1: So, um, so I was born in 1983. And so I, I took the late 80s, early 90s era of wrestling was like my wheelhouse. I, mm-hmm. every freaking Monday or whenever it was, I, I always had to watch <laughs> it. We had a D- scrambler so I watched every SummerSlam. Nice. On <laughs> and uh, I mean, not we, my dad, not me, right? I would <laughs> never do that. Um, uh, <laughs> he'll be listening on Deezer if you need to hear. Him. Um, <laughs> So basically um, everything was Hogan back then. Hulk Hogan was huge. You were not American if you didn't like him. And um, you know. And then there, there was him and, and the warrior, and then they like tag teamed up for a while. And it was like, those two were the epitome of just super awesome, patriotic, we're gonna kick your ass and we're the good guys kind of vibe. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> But if I had to pick some of my other favorites, like I really liked the one, two, three kid when he came out. Um, I really liked, uh, I just thought Jim Duggan was cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I just, stuff.
2: I actually just watched, I sent Amanda this, um, there was like a, someone had kind of put together a video that was CM Punk and the Darby Allen match that was spliced together with um, Bret Hart and the one, two, three kid match. Uh-huh. And how like they kind of mirrored each other. And I was like, wait a second, is the one, two, three kid Xbox? And then it was like, Oh <laughs> shit, it absolutely is. Yeah. Like, what the heck? Yeah. So I was yeah, losing my mind changed, over it. I guess
1: once in a while when they reinvent themselves and yeah. Um but but there was that, and then also like on WCW at the time, I really liked Sting because he was cool. Yeah. And
0: uh Daddy Sting. <laughs> he
1: was like, uh what was his name? Um it wasn't Sid Vicious, it was the i don't remember something vicious
2: mm. fuck
1: I, I can't i, I know remember. it but i can't think of it so i know yeah. who you're
0: talking about but i can't remember what his freaking name is right right <laughs> of course story of our life right. um well you kind of grew up in the heyday of well when it was called wwf but do you so do you have a favorite wrestling company no you're like, whatever it's wrestling, I just want it to watch was, all it. Was
1: it. you know, honestly, like WWF was the cool one at the time, and then WCW eventually everyone started moving over to there. Hmm. I think that's where the NWO started. In fact, I think is when they moved over there. Yeah, so I should watch
0: WCW you know. stuff, I don't think I've checked any of that out yet.
1: Yeah, it's really that, fun. That was that was like. We were like, well, we don't want to watch it, but like all these people kept <laughs> moving over to WCW. And, and like, all right. And now it's what, just WWE or I don't know anymore.
0: There's AEW now, which essentially yeah. is doing the exact same thing WCW did. We're like right. <laughs> WWE people are moving over to AEW.
2: <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: It happens, it happens. Um, so is your f- no wait, that's not me. I apologize. I'm trying What's to just me? take over. How What's dare so- I?
2: So then would you say like kind of that, since we kind of already talked about it, but that sort of late eighties, early nineties is your, is your favorite era of wrestling then? That's like your golden era.
1: Yeah. I, I think towards like the late nineties, it just felt like every match was just somebody would come in and interfere or cheat. And I just, I stopped really being into it at that point. Cause I'm like, Mm -hmm. is anyone going to wrestle ever? Yeah, (laughs) Like just, just a little bit, you know? So I, yeah,
0: no just all interference all the time
1: yeah interference <laughs> and tna right
0: yeah <laughs> god much. fuck attitude arrow is nothing but tna like 90 percent of the time all lingerie
2: matches
0: seriously <laughs> i'm sure there's plenty of people that are not upset about that
1: no no i mean just like that <laughs> wasn't there like a lingerie like football league at one point too
0: <laughs> there was <laughs> we're not good for anything else.
1: <laughs> Jesus. Um,
0: what exactly got you into wrestling? Was it just like randomly on and you were sucked in or?
1: No, so my dad was a um, weightlifting instructor at a college. Oh, mm-hmm. well, he was the athletic, not really director, but pretty much. And, and my dad was buff, like still kind of is. He's 78 and he still looks way better than me. And like, <laughs> And my dad was really into like cool, awesome physiques on people, and so like Arnold Schwarzenegger's his hero and sly, and and well, so it just it seemed natural, you know, to to watch like Hogan, you know, just do the whole thing. and you know. <laughs> so yeah. I,
0: was, uh, I was watching this match. I knew did that Hogan did the like thing, but I but didn't know he did. had like one of these. Oh yeah, <laughs> you can't see it, but we're doing Hogan poses. <laughs>
1: those are, right those are like standard bodybuilding poses yeah
0: yeah ultimate warrior kid. so like i watched the match that you sent us and then immediately like an ultimate warrior match popped on so i was just looking yeah like dude there's no fat on that dude's body at all and he's just sitting here like pointing at the crowd and right? big buff guy muscles <laughs> and stuff and i was just like jesus I just found all these dudes in a gym and then we're like, "Here, put tights on and
2: go wrestle." That's pretty much it. <laughs> that was pretty much the story of like most people was like, "Hey, we saw you working out in a gym. Throw some tights on. Let's go. <laughs> we'll teach you how to wrestle.
0: We'll, we'll figure it out along the way. It's fine.
2: <laughs>
0: Get some tiny jonies. We're going." Yeah. Right.
2: There's some trunks on.
0: Uh,
2: um uh, so why did you pick this match of all the matches?
1: Okay, so this match came out in 1989. I was five and a half years old.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it, which would have been the time I probably really started watching wrestling. And by the end of it, it's a bloodbath. I, and it, it shocked the hell out of me when I watched it when I was <laughs> five and a half years old. Because I was like, oh, my God, what's happening to his face? Yeah. There's blood everywhere. <laughs> Who puts a cage around a wrestling match? <laughs> you know, all these questions. Yeah. And obviously, my hero is in this. So I was like, I have to watch this.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah, I think so that was- it was a
1: very it was burned into my brain. And then years later, I ended up with a VHS tape, which I still have of uh, best of hogan's wrestling matches and it was on there and so i've watched it like 40 times i love that match <laughs> uh,
0: so the match chosen and brought to us was hulk hogan versus big boss man in a steel cage match um in 1989 i'm gonna be completely honest <laughs> i saw them the cage and started laughing hysterically because i was like this isn't a steel cage like what we're used to now right and then yeah. um i watched it and scott was watching with me and he was like no this is like a legit steel cage like the ones we we, we see now are a joke comparatively speaking and i was like oh okay it just looks a little
1: rinky yeah did you see how rickety that cage is yeah like if you move one side the other three kind of move with it
0: <laughs> it was so, well and then like it only came up like a foot higher than the top row. <laughs> so i was like
2: okay i thought it looked scary i was like that looks terrifying that really does look terrifying
1: so what really blows my mind about the beginning of that match was like normally hulk hogan was like the poster child for i'm the good guy and i am awesome and you know i would never cheat or do any of this stuff he starts off right away takes his shirt off, and chokes a... He chokes a bitch, I'm just saying. <laughs> I was like, whoa! That's pretty intense, man. Like, I don't know if you want to start that way.
0: I have never even heard of Big Boss Man, so, like, he's in the ring with his mouthpiece, and, like, just the fucking fact that you have a character that's a fucking correctional officer got me laughing so hard. <laughs> right? And then best part of all there's a fucking confederate flag patch on the dude's uniform and your mouthpiece is an african-american man
1: no i think that's part of the georgia state flag isn't it it? yeah i think that's their actual because he's from georgia so i think that's their flag i'll have to look that up or you can't i'm
0: googling i'm googling right now (laughs) it's not the whole
1: it's not the whole flag it's just a part of the flag oh where it's like a piece of it yeah i I think that's what that is.
2: I wanted to bring up the fact that is one of the commentators Tony Schiavone?
1: Tony Schiavone was one of his first matches, yeah. Oh
2: my god! I love tiny baby Tony Schiavone.
0: Is the other commentator with like a British accent, the guy that did um, Champagne Wishes and Caviar Dreams? (laughs) That's what that voice sounded like the whole fucking time. (laughs) I kept waiting for him to say it and I was like, I can't figure out who the other announcer is. It's driving me
2: crazy. I couldn't um, figure it out either, but I don't think it was him.
1: So the, so the other um, other thing that kind of threw me off is like when I was a kid uh, and they announced people's weights, it just kind of left my brain. I was like, I weighed, you know, 58 pounds at this point. Yeah. So <laughs> It doesn't matter. Now when I watch it, they said big boss man weighing in at like 358. And I was like, oh my God, I'm 350. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and that was, is,
0: I love stats because I'm just like, this dude is huge. Right. Oh my god. And I don't remember what they said Hulk Hogan was at. He was
1: he was always around like 280 or something. And uh I met him in person one time and he is much larger than I thought he was. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, like he, he does he does the thing where he puts both his arms up and flexes and it was like It was like above my head. And I'm six six foot two. So I was like, holy crap. Yeah, Uh, dude.
0: Um, Okay, so they're only showing me, of course, they're only showing like half of Big Boss Man's right arm where the patch is. And like, all I'm seeing is the Confederate flag piece. And then (laughs) at, at some point in time, they removed it because now I'm getting... Ah, fu- yeah it's the full confederate flag oh no which oh. doesn't surprise <laughs> me for the era yeah, of well, wrestling
1: yeah they are doesn't incredibly stereotypical with their characters back then yeah, yeah. You know, Not in the best of ways at all
0: <laughs> no there were definitely some faults we can all change and grow and learn from but i did find right. that to be slightly hysterical that that patch was on there and your mouthpiece is who your mouthpiece is (laughs)
1: i swear swear that flag is part of a flag somewhere though so he walks into this this steel cage right and then hogan walks out and he's like i'm gonna i'm not walking through that door i'm going over the top like oh my god like so cool man like so cool (laughs) and then and then immediately starts choking boss man with his shirt once he tears it apart yeah, yeah that, I like, saw
0: that he like tore it apart and then he like stuffed it into his chones a little bit. And I'm like, oh, why wouldn't you just throw it to the crowd? Well, oh,
1: you know now we he, know. Yeah, <laughs> clearly he's a bad guy in the making. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert.
0: <laughs> yes,
1: spoiler so, alert. Um, so this match was also one of the coolest things I ever saw. One of the most dangerous things I ever saw was doing a suplex from the top of that cage. Yeah. And it was not executed very well at no. all.
2: No, and it looks so sketchy. It
1: was it was like friends in your backyard doing it. And I was like, yeah. oh no, this is not going to go well.
0: Yeah, boss man landed super high up on his neck and stuff. It was
1: dude, dude I get out of bed and I hurt, so I can't imagine <laughs> being this weight. You know, however tall that is, it had to have been like I don't know, ten feet at least. And then yeah. onto your back. Yeah. Like, holy crap, that would hurt.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, god.
1: Yeah. Um, also,
0: I love that to win this match, you just had to get out of the cage. Mm-hmm. And they didn't lock the fucking door. The door was just open. So no, you're allowed time. to walk
1: <laughs> if you can physically just walk out, they will let you.
0: <laughs> like and I was so confused. I was like, this isn't even super challenging. Like they can just <laughs> leave. <laughs>
1: And so then a couple times, a couple times, we almost see each one get out. Yes. And and I think this is a real testament to uh, being humble and not showboating. <laughs> yes. Because if, if it's taught me any, see there's lessons in all these matches, right? <laughs> so, um, at least in the 80s, right? <laughs> so, uh, so boss man's like almost, he's already over the cage. He's going down hogan reaches through and chokes him which i think is an illegal move i'm not 100 but it definitely
2: seems like it
1: i don't think you're allowed to choke someone through a cage and then if i weighed what Bossman weighed i'd be like and i would just jump back of it. you know i would just yeah.
0: flex my neck if i weighed what boss man weighed, man like Hogan hand would just fall off oh my god yeah and then hulk's you know like yeah. choking him back up the, the cage and i was like Okay, I mean, good for both of you, solid ass dude, selling the fuck
2: out of this.
1: Oh <laughs> like, man, like little, little six-year-old me was just so like, <laughs> like I was so into it.
2: Losing your mind over it. It's I was easy to lose crowd. your mind over it. It's insane what's happening in front of you.
0: Well, it, and, like, even this era, like I was stoked on this match. I fucking know Hulk Hogan's not picking your ass up. And choking you to the top of the cage again but like you're both selling it so hard i will suspend belief and kayfabe <laughs> the fuck out of this of yep. course hulk hogan's lifting him of yep.
1: course. so, so they, he gets him up he suplexes him off the top of the cage had to have been like because they didn't have a whole lot of cage matches back then so mm-hmm. it was pretty rare that you ever saw that yeah. and then, and then he, you know, he suplexes him, and then the match just kind of dies for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Yeah, like because dead. they're both dead. <laughs> it's like, are you guys okay? <laughs> Do we need to call dad?
0: My favorite part is the ref starts the count, and then, like, I don't even know what number it was. It was eight or nine, and Hulk Hogan just shoots up like a fucking vampire. He looked like I the
1: Undertaker, right?
0: Here. He did. <laughs>
1: yeah he, i mean it? i'm sure that's where undertaker got that move from but
0: <laughs> it was so fucking funny
1: it's just hilarious it up. but but it was one of those like uh when when you're five and a half six years old and you see someone go into literal hulkamania yeah you were just like this is so exciting
0: what <laughs> well and then he started like so he he shoots up and then falls back down to the side, and then like, starts seizing or something.
1: Oh yeah, that's the beginning of Hulkamania. Okay. So <laughs> you, have so. to, you have to dig deep for that, yeah. <laughs> so that then again, that's another lesson, right? Because because <laughs> because of that, he taught little Dane how to persevere and push through and <laughs> and try to leave a cage.
0: God. Wrestling used to be so like wholesome and lesson filled.
1: Yeah. Right. Well, I don't know. If you ever watch The Bushwhackers, it's not as wholesome. <laughs> <laughs> that Luke and Butch Bushwhacker.
0: <laughs> I don't think I've seen any of that. You don't know yet. those
1: guys? They're from Australia and they are insane.
0: That's I don't weird, guess. And they're
1: missing front teeth. And what are the ex hockey players? uh maybe i'll i'll have to show you a video of them they're pretty ridiculous
0: <laughs> this sounds amazing
1: it uh, was like, yeah so so hogan tries to get out which would be an easy like he's six foot seven or something like you could touch the ground from the mat it's not that hard yeah yeah he has yeah. to move the entire staircase to the side so he can touch the ground and he can't do it because Bossman grabs his leg and uh I was like no 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 you can do it Hulkster (laughs) I was really invested in this match by the way
0: (laughs) oh my god I was just old wrestling is amazing like these are our roots this is where it originated from it's fucking phenomenal and I just have to say like the selling going on for all of this like these dudes are pure actors. You cannot tell me otherwise. You cannot. Like, there's no way Boss Man grabs a hold of your foot and that's stopping you from just like yanking it and jumping right. down and winning everything.
1: But but the the they're basically stunt men.
0: <laughs> yes. And yeah.
1: Stunt women. And I've seen them live before. Uh, it was whatever the senior citizen tour was, you know, where they play your high school. Oh. <laughs> Well, it was like it was all the old guys that you know they couldn't make it anymore like doink and coco yeah. beware and greg valentine like <laughs> it was all them and it was like they were kind of like on their last leg but they still wanted to wrestle so it was like some weird federation that they were in and uh, they came to my high school and wrestled and you could what? just um... you could just see like how bruised and beat up these people are like they're yeah i mean acting or not you're still doing the flips you're still hitting the ground yeah
0: you're still yeah. getting hit and slammed
1: i give him credit for that man in fact yeah. that's the reason i picked up ddp yoga so i'm like <laughs> oh. I'm like, if it works for him it'll work for my old army <laughs> I,
0: we fucking love ddp in this house that's for sure seems like that man can right. do no wrong <laughs>
1: have you have you seen uh his yoga package it's pretty interesting
0: I have not. I know he has one.
1: I, I know it. he makes yeah.
0: all of his people do it, but I haven't seen what it entails just yet.
2: I've watched it's a that... few of his stuff, like his like YouTube videos on it, and stuff, like how he's like rehab that one guy like really well and got him walking again. It's like yeah. really sweet. Like he really takes care of people. It's very sweet.
1: Yeah, that was Razor Ramon.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. No, we watched the whole documentary yeah. on that one, but they, he took care of that one guy. Um, Wasn't it like it
0: was, a Native American guy who had yeah. um, the things on his arms to help him walk?
1: Oh, uh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. he was like, yeah. I'm just going
0: to do this every single day. And then he was walking. He oh, said I he know. was going to ever walk again and he did because of DDP yoga.
1: <laughs> oh, man. How do you not sell hard on that, you know?
0: Seriously, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. What do you need me to do, Diamond Dallas Page? I'm here for it.
1: <laughs> yeah, So, so actually, uh, I... I do a little yoga just to get out of bed these days because I have lower back <laughs> and knee issues, and I'm like, "Damn, that stuff really, really helps a lot." It so, does. So yeah, all because I watched the resurre- resurrection of Jake the Snake, and oh, and now I'm now I'm a a DDP believer. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means.
0: I think we all are at this point. Like yeah. seeing that movie, and then what was the other one we watched?
2: oh shoot we watched that one and we watched oh crap what did we watch
0: I don't know Diamond Doll's page popped up in both of them as the hero oh fucking David Arquette
2: oh yeah David Arquette. <laughs> Duh.
0: And like, yeah. yeah I'm a DDP believer also <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna have to start doing his yoga and seeing how it helps but I believe him <laughs> yeah
1: all right so um so basically hogan's trying to get out of the match Bossman pulls him back in they close the door because nope he can't walk out of that door
2: <laughs> nope. uh,
1: so it, it's very clear at that point the only thing he's gonna have to be able to do is beat boss man up go over the top showboat a little and then you know he, he's the hero he's the hulkster
2: of course yeah
1: <laughs> so you know he's got a flex and all that so um So he ends up, you know, beating up on Bossman a little bit more, uh, knocks him down to the point where he can, oh no, he handcuffs him
0: to the rope.
1: And (laughs) uh, uh, he ends up climbing over the top. And then it's a race between the two because Bossman's like, well, I'll just go out the door. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's way easier than climbing over the top. Unlock the door. So Yeah. Uh, so then it turns out because he's handcuffed in air quotes Mm -hmm. he's actually handcuffed but he's he's not able to touch the floor even though he's like eight feet tall
2: yeah
1: (laughs) and uh so he's he's trying to get out as best he can it's a race to who gets to the floor first and uh slick his manager is trying to to undo the uh handcuffs real quick and it just it doesn't work out for him and I mean, it's, it's just classic writing on whoever came up with that. It was just the right, right to the bitter end. Hogan hits the floor and wins and little Dane is screaming and running around the living room, all excited and drop kicking his brother. And, um, <laughs> and then, and then there's, there's just one piece left to this match, and I'll shut up about it for a minute. Um, or two pieces, I'm sorry. So, so during the time he's beating boss man up, there's blood pouring from this man's face. Yeah, he's he's you know he's throwing his face into the cage, throwing his face in the cage a whole bunch of times, and you just see it like whole half side of his face looks like Freddy Krueger, man. Oh Uh-oh. yeah, but yeah, it was but not so <laughs> it, It's it was like shocking to me, and I was like, this is not good. This can't be good. And I don't know if like there's a little cut and it's just gushing or whatever, you know, however that works. But uh, essentially, that that mortified me <laughs> like i want the hero to win but i don't want the bad guy to die
0: <laughs> everybody be cool please which is like, just like
2: such sweet little boy stuff too <laughs> like no can't we all just be friends it was yeah. a
1: pivotal time in my life <laughs> my parents had just split up and you know i was really invested in this kind of stuff oh. <laughs> and um and Alright, so anyway, Hogan climbs the top, touches the ground, he wins, Slick eventually gets Boss Man out and they leave in shame, and then Hogan is so excited, and it wasn't a title match, so he didn't get a belt, but he mm-hmm. was, it was working up to a title match. So he ended up, because I think Macho Man had the belt at the time, which was weird, because mm-hmm. there was only a short era where like, like Ultimate Warrior had it for like two weeks, and then Macho Man had it for like a month. But it was always Hogan when I was a kid. He always had the belt. So it was weird during those times when he didn't. And so he ends up like some little kid is like in the front row holding up one of those little fake belts that I swear (laughs) his parents probably paid $70 for.
0: Totally. After
1: after they bought the $200 tickets for the front row. Yeah. Hogan goes over to it, grabs the belt from this child. It's a child sized belt, right? And Hogan's a monster.
0: so tiny in his hands, and so cool. he
1: walks into the ring, and he's you know doing the whole show buddy like I'm the freaking king, and I'm gonna be the guy, and like this is my belt. Does not give the belt back. To child. You know Insane. that
0: So pissed.
1: I'd be so mad. I'd be like, I hate that guy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Well, because at first, I'm sure the kid was like, oh, my God, Hulk Hogan touched my belt. This is amazing. Oh, my God. And then, like, it doesn't come back.
1: Every range
2: of emotion just happens.
1: You know who that kid grew up to be? (laughs) Kane. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. I get it.
0: (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. so freaking funny right but also like and ashley and i have talked about this like if you have a belt you need to be prepared to defend it at all times
2: <laughs> yeah that's so, our rule
0: this is on you kid you should that's have defended true. belt Sorry, that's
1: true if but it was I, nowadays he would have just hit him with it
0: yeah yeah exactly. i'm like i don't give a shit who you are this is my motherfucking belt we can fucking fight for it
1: mm-hmm. you know what the coolest belt was back then though i don't know how many belts they have now but Back then there was the, was it the Continental belt, the heavyweight belt, and the million dollar belt.
2: Someone had had one of those at the, at the Raw we were at. Oh really? Yeah, (laughs) on my side. Um, I used to own one. Oh my God.
1: (laughs) It was, it was just, it was just diamond encrusted money signs. Okay, so it's still the same. (laughs) It was Beautiful.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. It's in existence again. Ted DiBiase gave it to, well, LA Knight originally, and then Cameron Grimes got it. So now Cameron Grimes is walking around with a fucking million dollar belt. Really? Oh, is it back? It is back.
1: That is cool. That was the coolest belt, man.
0: It just looks so, like, I wouldn't take that fucking thing anywhere. You could not get me taking that belt somewhere. It's all fucking diamonds. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> can can I nerd out for a second, real quick, on totally. on wrestling of course. stuff? Yeah. Okay, so the I, I also really remember it was Ted DiBiase, Million Dollar Man, with his belt, and Virgil, his manservant, ew, who was a yeah, it was incredibly racist, <laughs> and and they came up with a new character to wrestle him. And there was a big drama thing. The guy's name was IRS, Irwin oh R. Shyster. <laughs> he was a great was, wrestler. I remember this. Oh, so
2: And you know whose dad that is? Oh, fucking
0: man. The Fiend.
2: Yeah, Bray Wyatt.
1: Oh, man. And I was like, these names, man. Like, that's mm-hmm. ridiculous. Like, I, when I was a kid, I didn't get it. You know? <laughs> I was that like, was, oh, was fucking hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Like, oh.
0: like, now it like now as an adult though like Chad debiase fighting the irs is just fucking hilarious <laughs> it's,
1: it's great right it's i'm sure so my scary. parents were laughing it up
0: oh my god like now that's goddamn hilarious but i'm yeah i'm sure as like a 10 year old kid i'd be like what who's this businessman wrestling <laughs>
1: right he's, he's gonna he wants receipts
0: you i don't know, get what? it <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> like, oh, Too man.
0: fucking funny. Oh my God. Also for heel turn Hulk Hogan moments. He gets out of the ring and he picks up a red steel chair and smacks Boss Man with it in the face, which was ins- I'm like, hey bro, you won the match. Right. He's done. Like we don't have to beat him up anymore. Yeah, it's it fun. was
1: it was very not Hogan of it.
0: Mm-mm. How unhogan of you Hulk hogan
1: <laughs> so i was I was reading some of the uh some of the comments under that YouTube video, and I was like, somebody said this is the exact same steel cage match they did eight months later <laughs> and I was like i didn't i don't I only remember the one, but I was like that that would be hard to duplicate that match,
0: yeah, for well, my hmm. like I don't know interesting but they only had like what 20 wrestlers back in the day like right yeah they didn't have the wealth of talent they have now and you still only see the same 10 wrestlers but um that's for a different time so <laughs> like it makes sense that everybody was still like in the same rivalries because they only had so much talent at that time like, right
1: yeah, yeah. there's only like four tag team matches or tag team wrestlers too so yeah <laughs> like, so I... um do you guys you guys know scott steiner right yes
0: yes um
1: when i started watching him he was a scrawny dude mm. like he it was him and his brother it was the steiner brothers on wcw and and then like a year they took a year off and then scott steiner shows up and he's like his muscles grew like 40 (laughs) times their size yeah i'm not saying anything i'm i just i'll fucking say it
0: steroids
1: steroids man
0: (laughs) i'll fucking say it
1: but hey you just gotta you gotta have that look right but Mm -hmm. yeah yes didn't yeah he just became ridiculous after that (laughs) I was like, I, I can't follow this. This isn't
0: good. <laughs> like, I'm fucking done.
1: You know I'm- what?
2: No Steiner math also- or anything.
0: <laughs> I was also shocked at just like how many people were wearing Hulk Hogan gear in the crowd.
2: Like, yeah, he was so big. I was telling like I've told you this before though. Like when I was a child, I would watch um, main event with my grandpa. And I had a Hulk Hogan, like the Russell buddies. Oh my god! Which if I I I still had, like, holy crap! I mean, I don't know where it is. It's gone forever. But like, I was so terrified to sleep by myself when I was a child. So my dad would like tuck it in with me. Oh my god! I I
1: had I had two of them. I had I had the Hogan and um, Warrior, and I know they made a uh, I think they made a Ted DiBiase one and. A macho man one,
2: yeah.
0: If I could get my hands on a macho man one, I would die,
2: yeah, me too. I would love, Dude, They're
1: not yeah. cheap. I looked for some online, no, I was like,
0: they are yeah. not cheap. Even the fucking wrestling t shirts aren't cheap. How dare you try to sell an old vintage wrestling t shirt for $400? Who buys that?
2: A lot of people.
0: And then, what do you not wear it? Do you hang it up? Is it framed? Oh, you are frame you wearing it, it? it?
1: And you show everybody
0: you just carry it around with you yes oh my god it's like that steelers towel thing you just carry it everywhere <laughs> i can't even like i can't even justify spending 400 dollars on an old t-shirt and then like i just wouldn't be able to wear it and i don't want to frame right. it i want to wear it like the
2: right. only one i wanted to buy was i was going to spend 60 dollars on an old jerry lynch <laughs> 60 bucks I could deal with. it was just because I couldn't car. find a stupid Jerry Lynn shirt and then I realized that they sold them on for wrestling. <laughs> so so,
1: so I, I bought a replica Hulkamania shirt once. Uh, it was the yellow shirt said Hulkamania real big. I ripped it in half. Oh
0: no.
1: I, I was like, I got in the moment one time and just, <laughs> I, I think there was alcohol involved. You know, you're at a party and someone, you're wearing a Hulkamania shirt, you can't just not rip it in half.
0: (laughs) You have to. It's part of the (laughs) t-shirt. Turns
1: out it's really hard to rip this part at the top. So, yeah, scissored it a little bit. Boom.
0: (laughs) I get get made fun of a lot because I'm like, these shirts are pre-ripped. I don't know what everybody's so excited about. But everybody's like, no, they're not a man. I'm like, Hulk Hogan's shirts didn't even have collars on them. Don't Goodness. fucking tell me they weren't pre And they had
1: holes in the back.
0: Exactly! Like, <laughs> motherfucker, this was a setup. <laughs> like,
1: ridiculous.
0: <there's> no
1: way. <laughs> there yeah. was a
0: chick at the Raw that we went to, they were doing like a panning into the crowd and they had everybody do like their best Hulk Hogan impression and she had a Hulkamania shirt on and she just fucking ripped it. Girlfriend was only wearing a bra underneath. Seriously. So I was like, what? <laughs> that's dedication to your craft exactly. I guess, but mm-hmm.
2: she went off i was like all right I Jumbotron done on her that in
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's another so that's another thing i'll never own i'll never own a replica belt because i don't want to have to fucking wrestle people for it and then i will uh-huh. never own a hulkamania shirt because i don't want to have to fucking rip it if somebody says give me your best hulkamania
1: yep, yep. not Fact. doing it yeah, because you will have to rip it.
0: You will have to. Like, how do you not accept the challenge? Yeah. As wrestling fans, these are the things we face in everyday right.
1: life. <laughs> so so on that tape with the best of Hulk Hogan matches up to like 1990-something, um, there's old footage, too, from late 70s, early 80s wrestling. And you said it's cool watching some of the vintage wrestling stuff. It was horrible it was like it was the most boring non-showboaty thing they were actually wrestling and you were like you're like i get it but
2: (laughs) no no
1: like i need you i need you to have a finishing move i need you to have (laughs) like i need you to do the ear thing
0: can we get a little yeah i need you
1: to i need you to do some some poses (laughs) <laughs> but man they just walked out and wrestled nobody interrupted the match and it was a three count and i was like wow this, this is, is boring. And it was before hogan wore yellow he was wearing white
0: mm. oh
1: which was like really early on he, i think he went by terry Bollea at the time he wasn't wow. even oh hogan. shit
0: he went by his actual name yeah damn damn
1: okay so <laughs> tell me tell me you've seen his court video right <laughs> The court video no he was suing tmz for releasing footage of him at some point oh god and um and i I don't want to get too into it i just want to say it was the most ridiculous thing i'd ever seen hulk hogan say in his life
0: (laughs) i just oh my god i have so many questions
1: (laughs) yeah there there's a lot
0: Terry, now I'm concerned. Now I'm concerned about your mental health. <laughs> Who do you think these are two separate people?
1: <laughs> well, it's kind of like, you know how some people become like such, so famous that they become the character they've been portraying their whole life. Mm, yeah. I think, you know, like, like Johnny Depp is Captain Jack Sparrow at this point.
0: Basically, yes. So, he is no other character.
1: Right. So <laughs> it's like you, you become the persona so much and you lie so much that you start believing it. I think maybe a little bit of that was happening, <laughs> you
0: know? Well, and he was Hulk Hogan forever. He's still Hulk Hogan. Like, yeah. So true. I guess I could understand the lines being blurred. And this is something they touch on, on dark side of the ring, like all the time, like the lines were so blurred and storylines like divorces and cheating happening and being written into the storylines and like,
1: yeah,
0: everybody just go about your business.
1: Yeah. it was it Fucking was nuts. it was weird growing up and watching all that like oh, maybe sure. that explains a lot really <laughs> <think> about it.
0: <laughs> wrestling helped us taught us lessons and also fucked us up <laughs> yep
1: yep absolutely and and then um, before backyard wrestling was like a thing really i mean we were all jumping off the couch onto our family members and stuff but i remember when those wrestling buddies came out i was like oh I will have no problem jumping out of a tree and and elbow bombing this thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. How I didn't break anything, I have no idea. But I was, I literally jumped out of my my front yard tree, elbow first, onto a a pillow that is like an inch thick.
2: Yeah, (laughs) seriously. These things were so flat.
1: Yeah. But (laughs) I was 10, so I didn't weigh that much.
0: (laughs) Resilient. Right, right you're gonna get back up no matter what the hell's going on right oh my freaking gosh it's nothing it's nothing so
1: (laughs) so to me wrestling wrestling was just like a huge part of like my whole family my dad my it was just my dad and i really and it was his thing so it was my thing and then you know it was every week we would watch it we'd have dinner and we'd watch wrestling and and then he paid for the (laughs) pay-per-view
0: We can say that. <laughs> yeah. We can, we can say that. No one said P A D E.
1: He so paid for the paper. He still has, he still had, he taped all of them. I still have them at his house. Oh my God. We got Some- SummerSlam number one.
2: I know people who will pay for those tapes. <laughs>
1: Seriously. That's the recording They'll- of them? Also? Yeah.
0: yeah. It. Yes. 100%. They'll pay $400 oh. for it. <laughs>
1: Dang. So um yeah, we had like King of the Ring and SummerSlam and just all the all the fun events. We we would watch those all and um honestly like after a while you just kind of forget there is a story to it all because you're just part of the family at that point, you
2: know? Yeah.
1: And yeah. uh but it's weird talking to you guys because all these memories keep popping up and oh. people, people haven't thought about in years like I, I don't remember scary sherry she was with macho man forever
0: before <laughs> queen elizabeth
1: if you know that whole storyline oh yes i hope all oh. your wrestling fans are really digging this this is the deep <laughs> cut
0: they're like this is <laughs> some fucking vintage wrestling these plot. are the deep
1: cuts and, and because i'm not i don't still watch it that much so yeah this is what i know man <laughs>
0: I'm interested in diving back into like this era and before. We'll see. We'll see how it goes.
1: How is, <laughs> how is the Undertaker still around?
2: Well, he's kind of not. He he finally retired after retiring like six times. Yeah,
1: many um, times. he die
0: died at one point.
2: He he's died a lot, and then he's gonna have like a. He's come back again to do some Netflix movie with. Um, a tag team called the new day so he's gonna oh man there's a netflix movie with him and um but yeah oh, no he's God. finally retired and so i don't know awesome. they're selling nfts of him now and so that's right i saw some of that yeah he,
1: he was always uh he was my first introduction to the the dark side i think i was like whoa <laughs> tattoos and black clothing God, i anything. could get into that and look, <laughs> look at me now man it fucked me up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I got tattoos because the Undertaker had tattoos.
1: <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. Um, but, but, like, so, so some of the things, too, that, like, Hogan used to do for me growing up was, like, he was the guy who would climb the mountain, basically. Like, so I watched him suplex Andre the Giant, which nobody freaking did. Yeah. Right? Fake or not that's not easy to do
0: fuck no even no, if he's jumping not. with you that's not easy
1: to do or he suplexed him or something it was freaking crazy yeah and then years later do you guys yokozuna was like 500 pounds and he did mm-hmm. it to him and i was like dude you can't he's gotta have back problems at this point right
0: i, mean, I would think so lifting like these extra big boys
1: like, that's like flipping over a volkswagen bug <laughs> crazy it was like this guy's got the it factor
0: <laughs> hulk okay so i will admit watching this made me kind of sad because like this is hulk hogan in his heyday everybody yeah. loves him he's a rock star and just like thinking of where he is now makes me
1: sad like oh watch watch that core video you'll be even sadder
0: No, i think i might not I
1: no you I'm gotta do it
0: <laughs> even where it is already a lot and then Hulk hogan too oh my god
1: but then so i watched like um like ultimate warrior was really cool at the time because hogan was like american and that's his tag team partner like so i was like damn this is cool like they're gonna they're gonna kill the world man it's gonna be awesome but like in a nice (laughs) way and (laughs) so uh but the warrior just kind of fell off the face of the earth after a while and after watching a few documentaries on it I'm like oh this is a weird story
2: yeah his story's really bizarre and like the end is very very sad and like ooh extra kind of weird especially well, so like ugh, so
1: I w, don't know. WWE put out the ri- or like the rise and demise of whatever or something or the ultimate warrior and um and then I guess Jim Helson or Helwig or whatever his name is, he he put out like a rebuttal documentary to it that wasn't sanctioned by them because everybody was just basically talking crap about him and how awful he was.
0: Yeah. And then he,
1: he came out with one saying, like, I'm a sane person, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> and, kind of. <laughs> and it was like, make your own choice up about him. And it was very sad and weird and bizarre. It's a very yeah yeah uh, i guess i guess andre the giant did not like him because he didn't stick to the script
0: no well so i mean that's kind of understandable
1: yeah yeah you gotta be a professional right
0: yeah like i mean i can understand that one otherwise
1: you're just a wrestler
0: and somebody <laughs> could get hurt right if you stick yeah. to the script yeah okay i think it's time and this is going to be very interesting and awkward and i can't wait 10 10 would bang
2: yeah we do this every episode yeah. we always like to preface it with saying it doesn't necessarily have to be that you would bang this person but it's more of a of banging them with your heart in a way <laughs> um it's just you know you have admiration with for them and like it could be that you would bang them but it doesn't always have to be
0: <laughs> i think nine out of ten times mine are like actually would bang um, Wait, are we
1: talking about banging Hulk Hogan or Terry Balea?
0: No, it's up to you. It's up to you! It. This is your choice.
1: Oh, oh, Hondo P, 10 out of 10, would smash, would bang. For sure. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I figured it was going to be Hulk Hogan. Um, I think I might 10-10 would bang the ref. This is a new one for me. but All right. He seemed like a solid
1: in. dude.
2: <laughs> I'm going way out of left field as well with this one. Oh, let's hear
0: this. Let's hear this. Somebody in the crowd.
2: No. Tony Schiaffoni.
1: Tony Schiavone. <laughs> yep. Oh! Yep. Once you hear that accent, oh man.
2: I just there love him so much. I yeah. seriously love him so much.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, good call. I didn't know I had a choice.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah. It can, sorry. It can literally um, be anybody. Anybody in the crowd.
0: Crack, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're not super specific. Mm-hmm. Anybody on camera. <laughs>
1: oh man yeah so can we, I change my answer then of
2: course yeah yeah we can I'm, also I'm pick say, the same person too that's totally fine I'm
1: gonna say every once in a while I need a, a domineering fella so I'm gonna get the big boss man on this one
2: okay boss,
1: big boss daddy nice Big boss daddy
2: this is great
0: uh,
1: <laughs> he's already got uh, the handcuffs you know
0: <laughs> he's ready he's ready to go he's got the baton thing the handcuffs
1: oh it's perfect. <laughs>
2: his shirt's ripped already yeah. yes
0: that's right his shirt was ripped open at some point
2: yeah so yep.
0: fucking good oh my god and I just have to say the ease in which okay so I wikipedia'd at some point and he actually was a correctional officer <laughs> so the ease of transitioning into a wrestling correctional officer had to have been so simple
2: yeah he knows all the terminology he knows <laughs> he knows how to use those handcuffs
0: yeah he does he,
2: yeah his mouthpiece
0: was having a I'm just gonna say it I think we gotta stop using handcuffs nobody can ever seem to get them off correctly
2: at least we know it started from like way back when
0: <laughs> it's like this has always been a problem yeah it's
2: always yeah. been an issue
0: <laughs> so
2: fucking good.
0: it's just Whoa. it hasn't
2: it hasn't gotten any better
0: no, we still, don't, we still don't know how to fucking uncuff people. <laughs> 20, 30 years later, we're still struggling. Yeah. <laughs> the struggle is real. All right. Well, thank you so much, Dane, for being here yes, and talking too. wrestling with us. <laughs> this match was super fun. Thank you yeah, for it bringing was. it.
1: Anytime. I seriously i'm always i will make time for this anytime
0: yeah We have, to have so back. many
1: matches i need to show you guys
0: yes please
1: i've been waiting 44 episodes to do this <laughs> i'm not kidding i had the match picked out everything
2: Nice. oh well yeah you can always come back
0: yeah definitely we'll talk wrestling with you more definitely cool.
1: thanks for having me do you of have anything course. you
2: want to plug or anything
0: yes plug away
1: uh yeah so you can follow me on instagram and facebook at uh at desert danish and uh listen that's like my solo acoustic stuff um i also have the desert underground podcast that i occasionally put out i haven't in a couple months now but um so there's the desert underground podcast i have two punk bands zero given and dog and uh i don't know just just message me and say hi i don't care
0: follow on Instagram, listen yeah. to the music, share it with friends. Do all the things. Do all the things.
1: I li- Go I like to
0: Ridgecrest on October 16th. October 16th. <laughs> yeah,
1: come out to Rich Crest and, and I'm putting a show on called Folk, Folk the Blues.
0: It's gonna be phenomenal.
1: Yep, it's gonna be amazing.
2: <laughs> yes. All right, well thanks so much for being here. Yeah, thank you so much. All right, bye. Bye. bye.
0: All right, you can find us on Instagram at
2: How to Talk Wrestling Pod
0: or on Twitter at
2: HTTW Pod.
0: And you can find some very limited styles of merch at
2: How to Talk to Your Friend About Wrestling. And I
0: think we're going to do another run of the original t shirt soon, and then I might put up a run of the new design that no one has seen yet. Um, so pay attention to Instagram, Twitter, the shop and everything for the new merch that is slotted to come out. Um, if you're on Apple Podcasts, please like, rate, review, subscribe. Um, if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, do whatever you can do on those <laughs> platforms. Cause everybody's different. Yes. <laughs> All right. So that's it for this episode. Bye. Bye.